Hey, flippers and bumpers, welcome to the Flips and Bumps podcast, a podcast about two guys trying to make some money, the flips that make them that money, and the bumps in the road they face along the way. If you want to get a hold of this podcast, you know how to do it. You email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Flips and Bumps, and most importantly, just listen. We drop new episodes every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from, and that includes YouTube. That's right, youtube.com slash at Flips and Bumps podcast takes you to our channel, where you can subscribe to our channel, where you can turn on those notifications, yes, notifications, we brought it back, we brought it back. Anyway, go ahead and do that if you feel like it. There is two of us on this podcast. That's not a real sentence. I'm the host of the show. My name is Sasha. I went to public schools. And I'm joined by my dear friend. He's the video game whisperer. He's the whole flipping show. It's Pee-wee. There it is. It's been a long time since I've whispered any uh, any video games into existence. I've never whispered on this podcast before either, I don't think. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, we could go back, a, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure going you, back. At this point, there's no turning. We're 158 episodes deep. I'm sure you whispered at some point. I don't think so. I'm a loud, brash person. You know me. Yeah, loud and, and brash. What's going on, Pee-wee? <laughs> How you living? Not much. Not much. I, speaking of video games, I started a new um, uh, Switch trade Facebook post. Ooh. So my life has been filled with, hey, is this available? Yes, it's available. What do you have for trade? Followed by no response. My shit. Times, I mean, legitimately like 70 a day. I was talking to Goff recently uh, because he was getting into OfferUp, the good old GoffRup, and he's getting sick of those messages. Um, sure. Hey, do you still have this? Yep. No, no response whatsoever. Not, I, I think one of the problems with, like, I don't know if it's the same on OfferUp, but, like, Facebook... If you just click on the item, it like just gives you the option to just send a message that says, mm-hmm. is this available? So you could easily just accidentally send that message. And I think that's what half the messages are. People are just like glancing at the item and then send a message unknowingly. We had somebody send us a message, um, both physically and as a threat. On our physically? YouTube. Uh, oh, I'm like, I thought you received physical mail. On our, uh, Actually, I did receive physical mail we're going to talk about today, but it was not a threat. I, I mean, I guess kind of. Uh, anyway, somebody randomly uh, put up a message. I'm not sure who it was on our uh, YouTube channel, and they wrote something like um, they missed being called a scrote every week. And they, they <laughs> said, a random person. Uh, I think yeah. I don't remember the name right now who it was, but they said hashtag bring back scrotifications, which is a great hashtag, of course, uh, because of course. it includes the word scrotifications, which I feel like that. 100% is something I came up with. Is that, can you verify yeah, that? 100%. Nobody else came up with this with me. It was a, it was a me idea. That's a solely Sasha endeavor right there. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely love it. It's, it's good to be known for something. Uh, besides that, Pee Serbia has qualified for the UEFA Euro Cup. Um, I know you're very Congrats. excited about that. Thank Congrats. you. We did it today by tying Bulgaria 2-2. Two to two. Bulgaria, who had not won a game at all. They moved on by tying? Yeah, we stink. Serbia stinks, but um, but we moved on. Okay. It sounds like the rules stink, but okay. No, no. There's a group of six, and so you play everybody twice. And uh, The fact that a game can end in a tie... We're talking about soccer, right? Yes, of course. Okay. Yeah, the fact that... Uh, you get a point game for can... a tie, though. You get a point. But it shouldn't be able to be ended a tie, period. 
Uh, I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. I know nothing about soccer, so I can't argue too much. But I, I, sportsmanship-wise, it seems like you're leaving a lot of... Uh, you're not giving the game the final... Like You're not telling the full story of the game if you're not giving a winner every time. The winner is Serbia, and we have moved on. Winners. Let's just keep it at that. <laughs> Pee-wee, this is going to be a quick one. I feel it in our bones. I am All on right. the clock, my friend. I'm not even asking you. I am telling right. you that I am on the clock. I got some juicy GST this week. I got nothing. I Actually, I know for a I've fact... I've seen your GST. I'm aware. My GST is broken items. <laughs> but, uh, honestly, our, I'm excited for our Flip of the Week segment. And that's okay. not like as a tease to get people to stay for the Flip of the Week segment. It's just we got a little bit extra this week. And I got a really cool story about something that I talked about last week. I think you're going to like it. Or at least be like, hey, that was all right. Uh, okay. So anyway, I am on the clock. And what that means is I get to talk about whatever I feel like talking about in the flipping world. And when I am done, Pee Wee will have his opportunity to do so uh, as well. Pee Wee, I would say you get ready because it's going to be <laughs> very quickly here. <laughs> First and foremost, me and you forgot the name of a, uh, a segment on this show last week. <laughs> which is crazy because there are two of us on this show. Uh and we should know the segment, especially since it was a segment that you came up with. And yeah, there's a reason that it left. It, it, okay. Do you know on. what? Did you think of what the? Segment? I did. Yes, okay. I did. So the segment, we got a couple messages of people a telling us furious that we, yes. they know our show better than we do, which yeah. is probably very true. So your segment was called "Not Worth My Time," which right. was when you would say something that was not worth your time, whether you picked it up or. Did you pick it up every time, or was it something? No, that no, you, no. Okay. It would just be something I, I you maybe something that I looked up and discovered it wasn't worth my time to even look it up. Okay, so that's uh, one of the three things that I'm talking about today. Great. X that one out. Uh, next up is I went to Savers. Uh, Savers is a. It's all across the United States. It's a value village. To, it is. I used to love Savers. Yeah, me too. Back in the day, Savers was excellent. It's also a massive store. It's also known as Unique Thrift, I think, in in certain areas. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And um, See, I love their their toy section is great. They have that big bag, that big wall of bags of toys. Yeah, they did more of those types of things than Goodwill ever has. You know, like yeah. everything goes into a bag, and it seems to be kind of like categorized in the same sort of way um my savers i have not gotten anything since i can remember the last item i got there it was a like cosby sweater uh okay (laughs) we talked about it on this show but it's definitely within the past three years but it's been a long time because i don't go anymore because they were one of the ones that raised their prices probably first um i remember vhs's went up to like two or three bucks i was like what's what's happening here and this was a while ago, before we knew how great VHS truly is. Um, but anyway, I was like, you know what? Let me stop by Savers. I haven't been in there a long time. I went in. I looked. I found absolutely nothing. And I took some time. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I did not find anything at all. And then I went into the clothes section. And I saw a T-shirt. A T-shirt. You know okay. what that stands for, right? A thunder shirt. What does a T stand for? It should be an S shirt, right? A short sleeve. What does it stand for? It doesn't stand for anything. It's the shape of the shirt. Wow, you just blew my mind. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, I think, right? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. But I, that's uh, anyway. 
I think that's why. So their shirts, I'm going through and I'm going, oh, cool, cool, cool. Wouldn't the sweatshirt also be a t-shirt then? Well, I mean, that's an even long, that's like a dopey looking tee, you know what I mean? Okay. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> or I guess it could be, could that be an M shirt? An M shirt? Because it gets floppy? Yeah, because it's long. Okay, we'll start calling sweatshirts M shirts. M shirts it is. <laughs> By the way, there's a great SNL skit with Kevin Hart uh, and uh, the dude from I Think You Should Leave, Tim Robinson. Uh, it's called Z Shirt, and you should absolutely look it up after this this podcast is done. Okay. It is uh, fantastic. They started a, a shirt, and they make it all the way to Z Shirt. That's as, as much as I'll tell you. Anyway... I'm not wearing an M shirt today because I'm feeling kind of cool, so I threw on this T-shirt. But I'm at Savers. I'm going through the T-shirts. And every single shirt that I'm going through that I'm interested in, I look at, and the price is $7.95 for T-shirts. T-shirts. And now we've got we've talked about this on the show. It doesn't matter what anybody's going to charge. It's up to them to charge whatever they feel. That's their business. And uh, it's, you know, if I want it, I'll buy it. And if I don't want it, I, I won't. And in this situation, I absolutely didn't. I was just shocked to see how high of a priced T-shirt that they had. Then I kept walking around and I found something. Last week, we talked about that Knuckles Sonic um, zip-up uh, what's it, varsity, varsity jacket. jacket. Yeah, yeah. And the company name on there was Audis, A-W-D-I-S. I'd never heard of this thing yeah, same. in my life. And don't you know, one week later at Savers, I found a Harry Potter, I believe, you, you might have to tell me <laughs> otherwise. It is, it is. Harry Potter Audis, uh, once again, varsity jacket. And this makes a little bit more sense. It says, all we do is. So A-W-D is. It's not Audis. It's all we do is. is And shortened. Okay, that still doesn't make sense. Doesn't okay. make sense. <laughs> Also, it's a $15. They wanted 15 bucks for this thing. $15? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there's T-shirts. Like it's not in great shape either, right? No, it wasn't at all. Um, but yeah, I was just shocked that I found another one of these after never hearing of them ever sure. before. Um, I did look this thing up. I, I wanted to see it, and yeah. uh, it, it wasn't enough for me to buy it. They do sell, but it wasn't enough, especially at $15, to try and, and do this thing. It was maybe like a $30, $25 or something like that. Okay. Uh, so I wasn't going to deal with that. But just uh, thought it was interesting, the pricing over there. I, you know, I don't know if, if you're noticing anything. It's your Goodwill. Uh, at my Goodwills, at two that I go to, they're lowering prices on at least the clothing. Really? And I don't know why. T-shirts have gone down to like three ninety nine. Still some at four ninety nine or whatever. But a lot of the newer ones that they're bringing out are marked at three ninety nine, which I haven't seen that price in a while. And wow. a lot of the things that were six ninety nine, seven ninety nine are more like five ninety nine, six ninety nine. So I don't know if something happened. I don't know if they can tell exactly how much they're selling at certain stores or if it's just something that they're trying to do in general is lower prices. Uh, but that's interesting. Yeah, I, I my thumb is not on the pulse of clothing prices at my store. Uh-huh. I, I don't even look at them, um, so I have no idea. The everything else that I do look at seems to be staying the same. Okay. Um, and I haven't found video video games were the thing that were going up. Like I would find any video game, three sixty sports games, whatever it was, would all be marked at four ninety nine. If anything, I would think that that would lower, but also. It doesn't matter if they put them at one ninety nine or five ninety nine; they're gone the next day. Yeah. 
So I, I don't know. It just makes me want to sell all the junk games that I have to the people that are buying at Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've noticed that the video games are four ninety nine pretty much across the board when I see yeah. them. Um, I just thought clothing-wise, maybe they're just having like an influx of clothing at, at certain places and they want to get rid of them if they can. I don't know. It's just uh, something to keep an eye out for. And then the last thing I have for my On the Clock this week is... Uh, it's a this post this I got this in the mail four by six card and it says sell us your Amazon seller account um, whoa I whoa thought that was kind of interesting I like that uh, and it's a, by a company named AIA Assets and it says sell okay. us your Amazon account get money for your Amazon seller central account keep your brand and inventory fast payout safe secure protected all that kind of stuff uh, it kind of led me to like why <laughs> what is the point of this yeah why are, are they buying it if you're keeping everything i mean i don't think i wasn't expecting them to buy your inventory but what okay what are they trying to buy all right so they want to buy your account and here's what what i found out like the name uh no they could care less about your name they <laughs> they, they do not care about sasha's stuff incorporated okay uh, so here's from their website you know i'm going down and i'm looking it says why choose aia assets well, this thing, they purchase accounts directly from Amazon sellers. Uh, you can buy then accounts from them. You won't have any inventory that you're buying from them. You're just buying the accounts and whatever. Uh, they source from places ac- across the globe. They handle all of the stuff that needs to go down to transfer the ownership over to a new person buying this from you. Um, but they even put on here the million-dollar question. Uh, one of these things I thought of immediately as to why they would want to uh have your your store the other things on here i didn't but they go the million dollar question why is an amazon seller account valuable there's many variables and nuances that contribute to the value of an account we analyze every aspect of the accounts including feedback age of the account disbursement and payment schedule account health ungated brands or categories, brand registry, and more. So what I thought of immediately when I saw this was, oh, they want to, if you're ungated, they want to buy that that account so that they could sell it to somebody who then will be immediately able to sell your items. Right. Oh, so that makes sense. If okay. you have a, something where you can sell video games, well, that's not something you can just automatically do on Amazon if you are a brand new seller. You have to show that you are a purchaser from a company or, or whatever it is, or you have to be selling for a very long time, and uh, a lot goes into it. So that's one of them that makes sense to me. The other one that I didn't think of here was disbursement and payment schedule. Um, and that kind of goes along with the age of the account. If you have an older account, there's stuff that Amazon used to do differently than if you are currently trying to open an Amazon account, right? Okay. So before i was ever on amazon you were gated but barely gated you could sell all kinds of stuff then as they got bigger and bigger they started gating things so then if you were opening accounts you couldn't just get into anything that was for the people who had proved themselves earlier as great sellers and had opened things up Um, now it's it's even more restricted than it ever was and then the other part of it is um, the the disbursement schedule. So you used to be paid on a daily basis. If you were selling stuff, then the next day you would get paid the money. You know what I mean? Like immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, because I'm not 
active on Amazon. I'm not going to tell you the exact uh, payment schedule, but I do remember at a point hearing if you were a newer person, it was going to be either a week or two weeks before they, they paid you. Now, this was if you had just opened an account at a certain point, right? Like, let's say within the last year they started doing this. Okay. Well, if you have an account that's three years old, you get to keep your disbursement schedule so you can still get paid on a daily basis. So some, yeah, someone sense. wants to buy your account so they can get paid on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all the stuff that I'm assuming. I'm sure there's plenty more that goes into it. Um, account health. There's also like people who have multiple uh, Amazon accounts in case one gets shut down for whatever reason Amazon chooses. They do that all the time. They do that with people who maybe you didn't give the correct paperwork and they just caught up to you and now they're saying, nope, you're shut down. Uh, so people want to buy a different account so that they can get in immediately because uh, their name will be banned or whatever it is. That's interesting. So yeah, a lot of stuff on that. I don't know anything about it. I don't know if it's a good idea, bad idea, none of that stuff. I just thought it was interesting that this came to my house. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I, and I, I just tried to look it up to see if there was any like bad press about it. Yeah. I mean, to me, that says like, it's. It sh- did you do any research, like any outside research other than the website? No, I did the same thing as you, though, where you're like, you know. Uh, ra- Sounds like a scam. Yeah, yeah exactly. R- ratings or, uh, you know, is this a bunch of people saying, you know, Better Business Bureau gets involved and says this is stupid. You know, yeah. what are what are all the things involved here? But so, what are you are you going to proceed with it? Or is there any consideration to selling your account? I don't think so. If anything, just um, more interest in seeing what my account actually entails, as opposed sure. to like what it is now versus yeah, right what I have before. You know. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I still always kind of have that thought in the back of my head, like maybe I'll start just throwing some books on there a little bit at a time and i don't know it's it's not worth it to me at this point i'm on what not doing card breaks um buying, doing card breaks not participating yeah, yeah throwing money at, at whatnot not, yeah, not so. raking money from whatnot so yeah um nothing right now but it, it is good to know that that's a possibility i also think it's probably based on sales history and all that kind of stuff so if, they might want to give me like 50 bucks and i would probably take it and um, <laughs> Uh, just throwing that out there to Amazon. Anyway, that's it for me, Pew. You're on the clock. I'm Michael Severs, the writer, producer, and creator of The Silver King's War, a podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Stanley L. Silverfield, a first lieutenant in the United States Army Air Corps from Birmingham, Alabama, Road in the Nose, the greenhouse of the famed Martin Marauder. You can find The Silver King's War wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, um, I've got a couple things this week. Um, kind of an eventful week. The, I, had, I had one sale. I don't like to talk negative. This isn't really me talking about negative about a specific experience. It's more just... Uh, you, you tell me, give me your thoughts if you think this is too negative. Um, I had a guy, I've been, my sales have been going up a little bit because I've been posting more. I've been listing uh, more as of late. And with that comes more sales. And one of those sales that I was able to land was for a dinosaur. I think I've got it here. Um, yeah, I picked this up from Goodwill for like two bucks. And then it was, I mean, it was 
months ago, probably nine months ago at Goodwill. This was probably like maybe even longer, maybe like last winter when I was just looking for anything to pick up. Um, it uh, currently it sold for ten ninety nine. Uh, ten ninety nine. Uh, I think it was free shipping. No, it it wasn't free shipping because it was over an ounce. It was over a pound. Um, so it was ten ninety nine plus like six dollars shipping. Um, I bought it at like two dollars at Goodwill and it was probably worth like eighteen. But I've marked it down every month since, just trying to get it gone. So before this thing sells, I get a message from a guy. He says, hey, I'm located in the town next to you. Would you mind if I bypass the shipping? Can we just set up local pickup? Now, like, the, the cover of this story is like, yeah, sure. The, like, on the outside, it looks, that sounds great, right? Here's, and I was, like, strict with him from the beginning. Okay, there is a Menards in my town. I gave him the town name. Um, if you want to, we can meet there at 2 o'clock. And he took a little while, but he did get back to me and said, yep, I can do that. And there was a little more back and forth. It, was, it wasn't it was me just saying, hey, meet me here at 2 o'clock if you want it. It was, it was more back and forth. And eventually we agreed at 2 o'clock. Um, so he made the purchase, confirmed with me that he purchased it. We did some more messaging, blah, blah, blah. That was around noon. And then around, um, we stopped communicating then and just left it at OKC at 2 Two o'clock comes, I take the dinosaur from my basement, and I go over to Menards, and I sit in the parking lot, and 2.05, actually, I mean, I got there early, like 1.55, nobody, two o'clock, no, and also, I don't have any responses from, hey, man, it's, you know, we're, uh, I'm going to leave here in about 10 minutes, just checking in with you, I'm going to be in this colored car, um, no response, okay, I'm going to head over anyways, it's down the street, it's not really out of my way, so okay, I'll give it a shot, maybe he's just not checking and just going to show up. So then I drive down there 155, nobody there. I take the dinosaur and put it on the dashboard of my car <laughs> just in case anybody that's driving by looking for a dinosaur pickup knows what to look for. Um, 2 o'clock comes and goes, nobody, 205. I wait till 215 and then I just message him and say, let me know when you want this thing. Uh, and if I don't hear from you by the end of the day, I'm canceling this transaction. I was angry. I, I was absolutely angry. Um, he got back to me in like two hours later, around four o'clock, and said, "Hey, how about tomorrow? I'm free all day." I don't like that. I uh, no apology, no nothing. It was just, "Hey, let's do this tomorrow." So I don't want to go through the same thing tomorrow, and I have a busy day on Saturday. Um, but okay, let's. I want this gone. I don't want to back out of a a transaction. Blah blah blah. So I the, uh, we plan to meet. You know, the next morning at nine a.m. I get up. You know, make sure I'm on time. I get there, and he's actually in the parking lot before I am. Like, he's he's there, and we do this transaction. Now, we've had this problem before. I think you mentioned it. You didn't know how to mark something as shipped when you, it was a local pickup. Um, there was a, or at least it showed as, like, the tracking wasn't provided, maybe. Or maybe it was me who had, like, a, maybe it was a Funko Pop that I, I did, like, an in-person meetup. And it counted against my top-rated plus because I didn't have tracking to show that the item was shipped in the amount of days. Um, there is something, maybe they added it recently, but like when you have an item that's for local pickup, um, I should also say, he messaged me first, said, hey, would you change this to local pickup? Which I had to go into the listing, change it to local pickup so he could do I don't have local pickup activated on every one of my listings. Um, so then when you do make a sale that's uh, via local pickup, once the sale is in your app, you can then click on the bar above like this listing here, there's like a red bar that says sale or whatever. It says ship now. Um, 
the when it's a local pickup it says click here for shipping information or to confirm with the seller or something so you click there and when you go in there it gives you the option to scan the buyer's code right have you done this before um no i'm familiar with it but okay uh i've never actually gotten a code or scanned something from the okay other that person. was my problem too like i and i brought it up to a guy i'm like okay here's your dinosaur we talked for a little bit um the we actually we exchanged numbers because he was looking for more jurassic park stuff and i have a bunch of stuff that i haven't listed and then i was like okay just to make sure this this transaction is finalized and uh, would you mind if i scanned your code off your app he's like app what app like oh do you, do you have the ebay app on your phone it's like oh let me look and he's like i have he started naming off other apps that he had <laughs> and I'm like nope that's not gonna do it i'm gonna need the ebay app the the facebook app isn't good enough uh, and eventually he found out that he didn't have the, the eBay app on his phone. So I said, okay, do me this favor. When you get home, please leave positive feedback for this item. Um, he said, fine, yeah, I can do that. And he went home and did that. So, I mean, it was, by the end of it, it was a good transaction. I got rid of this dinosaur. I got the positive feedback. It's all locked up. But it was a lot. Of work and a lot of back and forth and a lot of stuff when I could have just said after the initial message no I will not do local pickup I will just ship this to like I said when I first started this story when when you first get that message hey I'm located in the, the next town over it'll be an easy pickup blah 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 it's an quote-unquote easy pickup but not compared to my regular routine if I already have my regular routine of making a sale, going in my basement, picking the item, making the box, packing the item in the box, and then printing a shipping label and dropping it off at the post office, that's what I'm doing. I'm already doing that with seven other boxes. I might as well do it with one more instead of having to go out of my way and and manage this guy and his timing and his schedule and then him canceling and not telling me he's canceling. You know what I mean? Going to jumping through all these hoops. And it just ends up all this specifically on this sale where it's eleven dollars. You know what I mean? It's it's at the end of the day, this was absolutely not worth doing local pickup for something bigger or something of a like a higher value. I could absolutely see yourself bending over backwards a little bit more for your buyer, but with this was just a lesson learned for an item that's this cheap. Doing local pickup is absolutely, in my opinion, not worth it. This would be great for a segment called not worth your time absolutely if we had something like that but we don't unfortunately uh i'm with you uh i agree with you this is an 11 dollar transaction i would have done the same thing i would have done it but i never would have gone back the second day he would have been blocked immediately actually maybe i would have sent him a message that said like i left it on the menards roof or or something like that you know like if you want it of course go get it but then don't put it up there don't you save it for yourself that's fair (laughs) and wait six weeks and then relist it and then if he contacts you after the six weeks then you go hey different guy i'm not the same guy i just live in the same town um but i'm interested in this menards dinosaur that you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that, that's way too much. You're exactly right. If it's worth a little bit more money or if it's something you maybe even like had trouble. That's the thing is like you had trouble getting rid of this thing. So you're like, oh, I can finally get rid of it. Let me at least get a couple bucks for it. Yeah, right. Uh, and uh, yeah, a second chance. You don't get second chances with me. I'm strict and I'm a jerk when it comes to dinosaurs and two days of options. So I don't know. Sure you're i guess the the one positive thing when if it's an 11 dollar item local pickup 
would be that you're meeting somebody and you can kind of you could ask your questions to him. Hey, you got any video games? I would have given you. I a, thought about it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I mean, I did get his number, right? It could turn into a bigger sale yeah. by me selling him more Jurassic Park stuff. But also, he bought the cheapest dinosaur on my store. Yeah. yeah. I, but I just just the opportunity to potentially get a lead or talk, talk to, to somebody. somebody. Yeah. Who, it's the same, yeah. same thing as garage sales. Garage yeah. sales are not. I'm not going to garage sales to buy stuff. I'm going to garage sales to talk to people about what's in their house. But it's I'm not going back with, for a second day to talk to them. They yeah, get one day of smart. me, and that's it. And then I throw their trash on their own roof. You go get it. <laughs> I definitely sale. should have cut the line earlier on that one. Okay, lesson learned. Um, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I will just give you an idea. This is specifically for you. Earlier this week, I messaged you Great. and sent you a picture of, of Jamie a mess- Lee Curtis and of- Lindsay Lohan reuniting. <laughs> that was a different conversation. This was an eBay conversation I was having with a guy. Where he bought an Xbox controller from me. And he bought it last weekend. Um, he bought it like, maybe let's say Saturday. I don't know when he bought it. But he bought it like sometime over the weekend. Let's say Saturday. And then on Monday morning, he messaged me and just said, can you ship it faster? <laughs> this was before I packed up my items and, and went to the post office for the day. So it was on my to-do list to get it out that day. But he only ordered it Saturday afternoon. There hasn't been a mail day since then. So his first question, the first question, I should have just blocked this guy as soon as the, I should have canceled the order and I should have blocked him as soon as I got this question. <laughs> my response to him on Monday was, uh, hey, your order will ship out this morning. If there's anything else I can do for you, please let me know. He said, cool. Um, then he waited until the, he started following the tracking tracking said it was supposed to show up Thursday, Thursday morning. He messages me and says, what time is the controller supposed to show up today? Well, how do, how do I know? It says that it's out for delivery. The, so I saw that message while I was out running errands. I I think I was at the gym when I got it. And that's like around noon or one o'clock. I don't get back to my house until like because I'm running other errands. I get back to my house between like three and four. And he says, what time is the controller supposed to show up? And I messaged him with something like, I don't have the whole conversation here, but okay. So it was basically saying, I don't know. It says that it's going to be delivered today, but also the, that's the eBay tracking, right? To be safer, I would copy and paste the ebay tracking number and put that into usps.com that will give you more accurate information because now when i type that in it says that it's not going to be delivered thursday it's going to be delivered tomorrow on friday and i get no response until friday morning when he messaged me again and says do you know what time it's going to arrive today i do not but it does now this is when it says out for delivery it didn't say out for delivery the the on thursday um it says out for delivery on friday so then he Ask me what time it's going to be there. I say, I don't know. That's up to your post office, but it says it's out for delivery. Let's just, have you been to your mailbox today? And I had no response. <laughs> then he messaged me again. It's not here. I hate eBay shipping. Then I checked the tracking right after he sent that message. And I take the, tra- the eBay still says it's not delivered, but I take that tracking number to USPS. It said it was delivered two hours prior at the guy's mailbox. <laughs> So I messaged him again. Have you checked your mailbox? The tracking says it has been delivered. Um, I get no response. I do immediately get positive feedback from the guy. Amazing. I'm like, okay, great. Amazing. I'm not done. A day later, he messages me and says, hey, one of these buttons is sticky on this controller. Can I return it for a full refund? 
it's a cheap like so now right what do i do what what do i do the he left positive feedback it's locked up it doesn't matter i can just block this guy and stop thinking about it but at the same time like i never want to deal with this guy again my goal is not to keep this guy's business for future transactions but at the same time and it's not a karma thing either i'm not a karma guy but like i also don't want to be I'm putting trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to put myself heart. in his shoes, right? The he doesn't know. It's only fifty if it was more expensive, if this was a fifty dollar controller, if he left positive feedback, I absolutely would have blocked him. But for fifteen dollars, I just said whatever. I processed the refund and uh, I think I just messaged him and said, Hey, the refund's been processed in full. Please let me know if there's anything else I can do for you. The no real point to the story, just showing you that the that message that I sent you earlier this week had many more legs to it after we talked. You know, the, the holidays bring out the, the sweetie in you. Oh, Peely. absolutely. That's what yeah. it is. You're yeah, a softie, and you love Thanksgiving, and you love Christmas, and you just you want people to have a good time. That's what it is with you. Oh, not this guy. I, 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 am, I, I am pleased. Although I don't have $15, I am pleased that he was in such a hurry for this controller, and now it doesn't work and he has to order a new one. <laughs> I am pleased with that. When he said uh, you should send it, can you send it any faster? You should have sent him a picture of you wearing like a track suit and like a headband. <laughs> I was, when he asked for his money back, I was very close to accepting the refund, but demanding that he send it. I didn't even want the controller back when he wanted the refund. I just processed yeah. the refund and was done with it. I was very close to pulling the, I can process the refund as soon as you send it back. And then every day messaging him, can you send it faster? <laughs> what time will it be here? See, that's what I would have. I'd like to think right. that's what I would have done, and I'd like to think you rubbed that off on me because there that's a you idea <laughs> for sure. But that's brilliant too. All right, next do you, time. Next do you time. have uh, um, free returns on your stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, a- I was going to pay shipping anyway. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, last thing, um, I mentioned that I've been having more sales because I've been having more listings. The and I've been activating more drafts as of late. The I I am off of the three a day. The the activating three drafts a day. I'm done with that. It, it, it didn't feel I wasn't confident enough in it. I was doing it, but I didn't feel like I was getting anything out of it. So I just said screw it. I'm bumping it up to. I've been doing five a day all this week, and still continuing to pump out drafts. I've got all of the um, those kaiju have all been drafted. I'm waiting to pump those out. Um, I've got a bunch of other stuff. A lot is coming from today's GSG that I'm going to talk about later. But I currently have um, 84 drafts after activating stuff today, meaning that I have 84 divided by 5. That's like 16, almost 17 days worth of drafts, which puts me at, today is the 19th, December 6th. And my goal is to get to December 15th with five drafts a day. Um, obviously the sooner is the better because then I can start backloading the earlier dates and give more people time to buy stuff. I think more people are going to buy stuff for Christmas, like now through the beginning of December compared to December 1st through December 15th. So the more I can get listed and on the site between the next 11 days is really ideal. But I also want, in my opinion, want to keep the, the store healthy. Um, so I'm just, I'm just, I'm very happy with where I'm at. But also, I don't know how I was doing seven a day for like nine months. I don't know how you that, did it either. And I, that's five, a ton of listings. Doing five a day is great, 
and you know what you have to thank for it? Doing three a day. Because you wouldn't have done <laughs> five true. a day. It's, it's also the pickups that I've had. I had I had 80 items in those kaiju, which they are easily helped. listed. I had another... It's a, it's a very big haul from this week. I have another 40 items. It's 39 items that I had uh, that I picked up this week that are already drafted and ready to go. Um, the That has helped. Doing individual items, I don't think I would have ever started three a day. Yeah, maybe. Seven a day, man. Seven a day. A week is 49 items. Yeah, well aware. That's insane. But even five a day is 150 items a month. Right. Which is... I was doing 50, <laughs> and, right. and my goal was to boost to 100. So even five for me is like, I don't know, seven for you or whatever whatever you want to say, like to each their own in however they want to do it. Do you know how much you've drafted in uh, November? Um, I, I have the number downstairs, but I think I've only, I think I've only listed something like 40 items. Okay. I'm looking at it now. October, I listed 27. Okay. Which is insane. And we are on November 19th. I've listed 142. Wow. Right. Yeah, I'm behind uh, for the month. I think I'm going to catch up. But um, but that goal of getting to 100, way easier to me than the goal of five a day. Now, that being oh, said, sure. I haven't sure. been doing three a day either. I've been doing 17 here and four over here. And okay. But how are your sales? Here. My sales? Through the roof. Okay, there you go. Because Mr. Clothes over here. People love their clothes. I don't get it. I've been selling a lot. This weekend specifically, I don't, honestly, I don't equate it to the five a day or the three a day. I more equate it to Christmas is coming and it's getting to be mid to late November. Um, but I'm selling a lot of old stuff. Okay, stuff that yeah, I had that in my was store my next for a question. Time. Yeah, yeah it, it's fantastic. That, it's, it's, that is a way better sale than selling something in a day. Although that's nice too. But when you sell something that's been there for like a year and a half, you're like, Absolutely. Why now? You know, no questions. Let's just take it. Absolutely. Okay, that's all I got. Let's get to some GST. GST is garage sale talk time. This is when me and Pee-wee talk about the stuff that we found at garage sales or Goodwill or wherever we found it this week. Uh, we do this because we like to learn from each other what is uh, valuable and which Pokemon does what and how does a Transformer work and, and why do they call it a T-shirt, you know? I'm not going to live that one down. That's a uh, a real American hero moment, if you know what I'm talking about. You can go back <laughs> 10 episodes to that one. Anyway, we hope you guys learned something from this as well. I'm going to start things off because I don't have too much this week. Uh, I really haven't been doing too much as far as thrifting. My, my personal uh, job stuff has been a little bit hectic uh, lately. Uh, not even in a good way. I'm not like busy and making money. It's just in a hectic poor way so great uh, i got uh i'm starting things off i'm starting things off um with hats that's right that's how good it's going hats but here's why uh i bought four hats this week for a total of nine dollars right so about two, two bucks a hat or whatever um and every single one of these hats goes for Right around fifteen to twenty dollar mark. Some more than the twenty dollar mark is is what it looks like. So we have uh, one of them, which is a Milwaukee Bucks championship new era hat. It's got these patches on the side of it. Um, the only listing that I saw there was it was with bidding. It was not a buy it now, and it went for like okay. seven dollars plus shipping. Um, but the hat that 
that exact hat that is actually listed that is not sold are going for around twenty dollars. The other hats on there, we have the Chicago Bulls Los Toros hat. It's by uh, Melon Melonware. I forgot the the name of it right now. Um, um, but it's like an sense. artist series hat. So the person who drew this hat, um, Abel. Abel, I don't know his last name, but on the inside of the hat, you know when they put the the cardboard so you know that it's like it hasn't been used yet, you know, take the cardboard out. It actually has like the picture of the guy, his like bio life story. So this hat to me is a brand new hat still. Have we had one of these on the show before? Um, I don't know. I feel like we have. Something, the artist series and Chicago Bulls just strikes me as. Okay. Uh, Possible. I don't know if we ever had one with the like cardboard thing on it, and we've God knows we've gone through so many hats or whatever. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. I I think I could list it as new, not new with tags, but definitely new. I mean, it it wasn't worn. It's got the new thing. It's in great shape. All that kind of stuff. Actually, maybe I'm wrong on this hat. It might have some marks on there. Either way. It's a hat that goes for around twenty dollars plus shipping. And then the other one, even better. I found two of the same hat. And they were two ninety nine each, but they were like a green tag fifty percent off sale. So they were a dollar fifty each, three dollars for the two hats. If you're watching on YouTube, it's the bottom left corner, and those are Milwaukee Bucks hats. Those are cool. Uh, they're signed by Robin Lopez on the sign, not uh, actually signed, but like stitched in signing by Robin Lopez, who Pee Wee, as you know, he's played on the Milwaukee Bucks now for a while, and his brother Years. has joined him on the team, which is very interesting. Mario. Uh, Robin and Brooke Lopez. Oh, my bad. And uh, Mario's the, the, he's in the D League, or G League as they call it now. Uh, AC League? Uh, the AC Slater League. Uh, so anyways, the Milwaukee Bucks, Brooke Lopez. Now the, here's the next interesting words uh, that will come down. Oh. Bango Splash Mountain hats. So these, I'm guessing, were uh, giveaways at the stadium. Bango okay. is the name of the mascot. Now, Pee Wee, yeah. if you yeah. remember, me, you, and our dear friend, producer Tony, went to an Atlanta Hawks-Milwaukee Bucks many years ago. Barely and remember. Bango but, yeah. was there, and he was very close to us, and we definitely didn't call him Bango. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> called him a lot of other words, a lot that I ended with O. Oh, okay. uh, also, two syllables, but definitely not Bango. And we were yelling him because we were drinking a lot back then. Uh, we had a good time, and uh, I don't know why Bango is riding Splash Mountain uh, on this hat, but I love I it, and I love I the agree. addition of the word Splash Mountain on a hat that you're trying to sell. <laughs> so these Robin Lopez Bango Splash Mountain Milwaukee Bucks hats, uh, they go for about $20, 17 plus okay. shipping, 18 plus shipping, right around there, and I was able to find them for $1.50 each. So... Uh, you know, these aren't uh, things that you're you're going to live and die by, but they're just nice things to throw into your hat collection. I, I got 20 hats, whatever it is. Yeah. I got you're okay still picking these up? Like, I know you don't do shirts that are that are valued at this price, but you're yeah, okay with hats? Just, just because they were closer to the 20 mark. You know, even if I... In recollection, probably, you know, after this week going, I should have just not bought them and had a shorter okay. GST, but... Uh, you know, the first ones that I saw were those Bango ones, and for a dollar fifty each, it was like, okay, this this is worth it. They're selling, you know, it's not just to have them and hopefully sell them. They're actually a bunch of them have sold. 
Then I saw the other one, and I was like, oh, the Los Toros one. I was like, that's a cool one. It's still got the thing in there. Okay, that one's going for something. And then I saw the last one, and I was like, well, I'm just a hat guy now. So I, I'm only going to sell hats on my Amazon. And then I will sell my Amazon to these people at AIA Assets. <laughs> Next up, I have a Northern Hemisphere, a hoodie. I mean, th- Peewee, are you excited? By, Bring it. By my GST Bring this it. week. Hats and a hoodie. Uh, this is an Adam Sandler Tour hoodie. Uh, That's for those cool. who okay, don't like know, this. Adam Sandler Tours is like comedian, also does musician uh, music stuff and sings about Chris Farley. Uh, brings along guys like David Spade and uh, Chris Rock and Norm MacDonald when he was alive and uh, Sam Morell. How much money does Adam Sandler need? Yeah, I know, right? This This is just for fun at this point. It has to be, yeah. right? Uh, it was a cool looking uh, hoodie, and I looked it up. And the f- the first one I found, there's not too many solds, and there's not too many listed. But the first one I saw was pre owned and went for forty five dollars plus fifteen shipping or something there like that. Uh, and so I was like, you know what, I'm willing to take this, and even if I can sell it for thirty bucks, I'll, I'd be happy with it. Um, but yeah, just a cool looking uh, sweatshirt. That's cool. And then my last one here. This is, um, I've talked about this before. I've actually sold this exact DVD player before. It's a DVD VCR combo, the Magnavox DV225MG9. No, I did not remember that number, but I remember seeing this exact one. I remember the look of it, and I remember it being an expensive one. Um, I've sold this before, I believe, with the remote. I saw this thing for $6.99. Uh, it was in a green bin, so it hadn't hit the shelves yet. But to me, you know, I'm looking at this, and I'm I'm probably not going to waste my time if it's not very, very neatly put away with the remote control. Okay. Uh, and this wasn't. It was, you know, the, the power cord is kind of like just tangled r- randomly in a r- rubber band. There is no remote. It's $6.99. So the only thing I did here, um, I wanted to see if it was worth it for the parts. And it absolutely was. Now, if you look this model number up, 56 uh, listings will come up. If you look at the solds, 402 solds come up. Wow. Which means there are 50 of these listed and 402 have sold in the last 90 days, at least if you're looking by the number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look, if you uh, dwindle it down even further and look by the ones that are selling for parts only... There is seven listed at parts only, and there are 50 that have sold for parts in the last 90 days, which means every two days one of these is selling. Um, and with only seven listed, it's a good chance that yours is going to sell. And they're selling for about $40 plus shipping broken, listed as parts only. Now, if you Let's have go, one of yeah. these that works, it's it's right around 100 bucks. it's going for. Uh, I don't know if this works or doesn't, but oh, okay. seeing that... Um, doesn't that's matter, how much yeah. that there was money there even if it doesn't work that was an easy pickup for me um and uh and yeah that's it for me Pee-wee. you're up okay um a hat a hoodie and a VCR. combo player i'm missing a bowling ball and a typewriter we could have hit the trifecta <laughs> wait that's the quinfecta best of 2023 right it would have been a bango splash mountain right there <laughs> Uh, the, I had, I've talked about these before. Um, one of the sales I made this weekend was a electronic, um, deal or no deal 
that I picked. I was sealed in like the blister pack, but it was still uh, one of those little handheld devices. Uh, the ga- little game show ones, the little ha- card games like the poker, the the five card draw, the what are some of the other ones? Um, any of those little ones. The solitaire is the one I'm thinking of. Any of those are worth looking up. Some brands are better than other ones. Sudoku is a good. Sudoku is another good one. Yeah. Um, even lights out one that's not even like a card game, but it's just something handheld that you can like kind of fidget with and kind of, it's a game. Um, I found one that I'd never seen before and it was new and it's my favorite card game. Like my favorite family card game other than like poker, but like to play like with my kid, I like playing phase 10, um, phase 10. is just like a different version of like, I think it's a rummy game. I don't know. I don't know how to play Rummy, but I think that's written on all like the boxes. Um, this is a digital version of Phase 10. I don't know if it's for one player or many, I, and I don't care. Uh, Goodwill had this thing for two ninety nine. Like I said, still sealed in the blister pack, and it sells for twenty five plus shipping, so about thirty bucks. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was it was a very easy pickup. The I guess what I would look for with these is the poker ones are going to be harder to make money on. This one I think is valuable because it's. I don't think you can still get this in stores, and it's not a common game. Yeah, I've you know never I mean? even heard of this game. I'm... Oh, it's right. We next time we get together, maybe as a group, we should try playing this game. It's, I'm out. I'm it, out. it's easy. It's easy. Um, if Connor can do it, you probably won't have that much of uh, a problem with it. The but the point being is that Connor this plays. is an uncommon. <laughs> it's an uncommon game, and there are fans of you know everything out there so what you're looking for is a fan of this game that wants this thing on the go and that is going to drive the price up and that's what causes this thing to be about 30 bucks um so i was very happy to pick this up yeah some I, of those can go up to like 50 60 bucks if you find an older uh you know like the games that we talked about yeah i always look those up always should even the ti- the old tiger handheld games are worth looking up even though they're usually not that good yeah. uh, my other two pickups are I think they're big. One I know is big. The other one I'm not sure. I'll get your thoughts on it. Um, so I was at Goodwill. All of these are Goodwill pickups. Um, I was at Goodwill. They're bringing out a new um, a new cart that has four green bins on it. So I head over to where I know they're going to park it. When they do, sticking out of it is like seven or eight like horse statues. H-O-R-S-E. Horse statues. Um a lot of them are like bronze and silver and like smaller, like only like five inches big. And they didn't seem like they had any markings on them. So in my head, I'm like, how am I going to look this up? How am I going to research this? How am I going to figure out like where these came from or any value on these? But one caught my eye and it was this guy. Um, this is not a five inch statue. This is, I think it's a 16 inch statue of a cowboy on a horse and it's mounted on this wooden block. Um, it is broken a little bit, like the, the harness for the horse's mouth is uh, broken off. But it's still like in place and still there. Uh, I looked at the sticker on this thing, and it had a four ninety nine sticker on it. Okay, great. Um, so I grabbed it, and it's very sturdy. So I kind of just grabbed it by the tail and started walking around with it like it was a suitcase. And it, it finished the rest of my shopping. And as I'm walking around the store, I noticed that there was an older couple there that was like, as soon as I left that bin that had all this horse in it and the other horses in it, um, they they went over with a cart and just took out all the other horses and put them in, a, in, in, in their cart. And my gut instinct was like, oh, man, maybe I missed out, right? Could have, could have gotten them. You know, they would have been mine to have. But I hesitated and didn't want to, you know, see if I could figure out what they were. I still don't think I would have been able to figure out what they were, but I didn't even try. 
Um, that said, that's not even my problem with it. Um, they were looking so feverishly through this stuff, and the, the horses weren't the only things in this bin, that they were, as they were pulling horses out, they pulled out like two glass, not glass, but ceramic like mugs, and they fell out and just shattered all over the floor. And there's a, and my goodwill is still the, one of the goodwills that it's like, it's still quote unquote frowned upon to go through the green bins. Like if you are there going through the green bins while a worker is there, they will say, Hey, no shopping out of the green bins, blah, blah, blah. Um, so for me, like once a worker comes over as I'm looking through the green, I don't go through the green bins nearly as like diligently as I used to. I used to like stand there and just like dig through the whole thing till I got to the bottom. So I saw every item in the bin. Now I'll kind of just like look through the top and pull stuff off and, you know, slowly and gently. Um, but if I don't see anything like near the top, I don't dig down to the bottom. Um, they were the opposite. They were ravaging through this. And there was an employee right there. They didn't apologize when the, when the cups came out and fell on the ground, they just kept digging and digging and digging as they're breaking. It was insane. Um, so to me, that tells me that they are, in my head, I assume they were resellers, right? They're just ruthless. They're trying to get as much stuff as they can. They, they, they don't care what they're breaking or what rules they're breaking. They just want the stuff, um, which is fine to each their own. But the I've at least made a judgment on... Um, they're the type of people that they are. Then I go to the checkout line. as I didn't find anything else. I stand in the checkout line, and it's a little bit long. There's a few people in line. And as I'm in line, I realize, oh, boy, I don't have my wallet. The, with the, I've been wearing – we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I had the pair of sweatpants on that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. And in those sweatpants, my wallet does not stay in the pocket because of the way the, the pockets are. So every time I get home, I take my wallet out, and I throw it on the, the counter. And before I leave every day – I try to remember to put it in my pocket, but this day I didn't. So now I'm in a, a now I've got a problem. I've got this horse that I want, this big white thing, but I also have these hounds of resellers that I know are in this store <laughs> that are after horse stuff. I know if I put this down, I could I could put it down and try to hide it somewhere while I I don't live far. I live. You know, it's three minutes there, three minutes home, three minutes back. I'll be gone for less than ten minutes. I could risk it. I don't really want to risk it. This seemed like a fun item, right? I, I should say I tried looking this thing up by this point. Couldn't find any sold listings at all. But it's big. It, it's not branded at all. Um, the It just looked interesting. It's very detailed. Blah, blah, blah. I, I wanted this thing for five bucks. I thought it could be an easy, like, name your price kind of thing. Just another fun thing that I keep in my basement for four years and never sell. Um, so is, is that a cowboy or a jazz singer on the horse? <laughs> I got to watch her on the jazz singer this week. Oh, yeah, it's me. What? <laughs> it could be true. Um, so what do I do? I'm in line, and I don't want to put this thing back. I, I don't want to just walk out the door with it. Like I, I, I don't know what my options are. Uh, what would you do? I think there's only one thing to do, Peely. <laughs> you throw it on the roof. <laughs> I didn't throw think it up of that. There. Bango Splash Mountain. You want it? You go get it. <laughs> I like the Bango Splash Mountain. Do, do you do have that. a good um, rapport with the manager or any of the, the people? No, no, no. At this no. point, there is one manager who brings their kid to the same bus stop that my kid goes to. So, like, I am friends with a manager there, but they were not working. Um, everyone else, I've been going to this Goodwill like three times the amount of time longer than these people have worked there. 
Wow. You know what I mean? Like the, if they have a question, they come to me for the, for the answers. Um, so no, I, I haven't made everybody that I was friends with has now either legitimately retired or just gotten better jobs. Um, what about, what is the plush bin looking like? Is it? Oh, I like See, my thought was to go to the, the suitcase area is right under the, uh, like the blankets that are hanging up. They hang the blankets up in the back. Okay. So I was like, man, I could just grab a blanket, wrap it in a blanket, bury it in the suitcases. But I also know I made eye contact with this guy at one point. Cause I'm carrying this thing around. Like, that's the other thing I do is when I know somebody wants something, <laughs> I will mock them. <laughs> you openly mock them. I mean, it's not above my head, but I'm definitely not like hiding the thing. <laughs> so point being is that he knew I had this horse. If he sees me leave without a horse in my hand, well, now he's going to go on a hunt. Where did this guy leave this horse? Right? So even if I do hide it, I'm not guaranteed that it's going to stay hidden. Um, eventually, I just asked one of the employees. I was like, hey... I left my wallet at home. I live five minutes away. I'll be right back. Can I just leave this on the counter behind the the register? And she said, yeah, she said, fine. Yeah, that's no problem. Um, I did this. I didn't realize this, but um, so I left it there. I went home. I left there at like 3.56 and got back at like 4.03. And the shift change happens at 4 o'clock. So as I'm walking in, the girl that said she would put it behind the counter is walking out to her car. <laughs> now, luckily, the thing was still there on the back counter, but I had a mini heart attack when I did that. Um, I think the, I have two or three people at two different Goodwills uh-huh. who would just tell me to take it. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. I, I, they know that I do business with them, but these people, this girl specifically was so new, she, I've never done any business with okay. her. There, there were people there that probably would have said that if I would have asked the right people. Um, so I did. I, I got this thing home eventually with some work. And uh, then it was the the issue of listing this thing, right? There's no sold listings. There's no nothing. There's a, there, I couldn't find any information on this thing on Google Lens or anything. And it's big. And it, so it's just a name my own price kind of thing. So I did. it's not active yet, but here's the draft that I came up with. Uh, there's the, the wording, Western Cowboy and Horse 16-inch statue, art sculpture. Alexander Backer and Chalkware were words that I found when I did Google Lens. Um, for similar horses, but it wasn't this exact one. So in my world, because I've lowercased those words and didn't uppercase them like the rest of the title, then that means that that's not included in the official title, so I can put whatever words I want there. Uh, And then I listed it at a whopping $304.99. I'm uh, I'm not going to lie. I don't like it at all as as, (laughs) as any sort of play. Um, but I will eat my words uh, if you sell this thing for anything more than five dollars. So okay, there you go, right? Let's uh, I the do, shot for now. I do. Uh, do you buy stuff like you said that you liked the look of this thing? I yeah. So like, does is does that make an impact on you? Where you're like, it's got to be something, right? Like, it's catching yeah, my eye. You know, yeah, I've got a good eye. Okay, in my head, I think I have a good eye. All right, so. In, hey. in my head, absolutely. And you're the one wearing sweatpants, so. <laughs> That's right. I'm the guy with the amount of items that I have in my basement that are. the. I, I just did this. I could go. Let me go through my. Hold on a second. The amount of sweatpants you have, also impressive, I would think. How many sweatpants I mean, do you own these days? Just the one pair. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I, I've gone to my active listings and I've sorted them by highest price. And they're all the, my take, take the shot items. 
It's the the jazz singer at eleven hundred. That pink. What did this? What was this thing called? A garden stool. Yeah. From last week or the week before. That's at a thousand. Uh, I've got a skateboard for seven hundred forty dollars. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I've got that Mickey and Minnie Mouse bird bath. Remember that thing? That's yeah, for five hundred dollars. I think that's probably the best out of all. Well, I guess that, that garden stool. I believe in the garden stool, Pee Wee. Okay, I like that. I like that attitude. And uh, then after that, it's like legitimate stuff. When I was looking for your well, well, well today, I normally go through and I start at the lowest price items that you have. Uh-huh. This week, I looked at your high, highest items. This was, I think, maybe yesterday I was looking. Okay. And so I ranked it by, you know, what your highest priced items are. And the jazz figure was not there. And I typed oh, in yeah. jazz, and it was gone. <laughs> and I was like, did he sell this? So then I immediately went to your sold. It was a good like six-minute scavenger hunt to figure it out. And I don't know what happened, but uh, I ended up finding it eventually. So Yeah, it's, it's definitely still there. Okay. Um, and then I the, watched it. So. I, I will say the amount of items in my store that are like that I legitimately think could sell versus items that are take my shot. The taking my shot are definitely like going higher and higher. So now every time I make a sale, <laughs> the odds are becoming more and more in my favor that eventually one of these is going to pay off. All right. I'm okay with it for right now. <laughs> this box that I, I prepackaged this thing, it's already packed up and ready to go. The box fits perfectly on top of the, the garden stool, so it essentially takes up no more space than I was already taking up. Okay. All right. Last pickup. Um, Goodwill, like t- Tuesday morning of last week. Um, I go in, didn't get there at open, and I was surprised that these were still there. Um, go to the toy section, and I see in the like the Barbie doll section, it's a bunch of dolls, but they're not colored the Barbie skin color. It's a bunch of like different colored Barbies, and they're not Barbies. We picked up thirty nine Monster High dolls. Woo! This was now I wasn't psyched about this. Because I didn't, but because I didn't do any research first, right? Yeah, and that's a pretty big price tag you got there. They well, they're two bucks a piece, yeah, and they're thirty nine of them, right? Okay. So we're basically talking eighty bucks, um, eighty plus tax. All right, the it's fine, it's yeah. it's whatever. Um, but I've got like rules when it comes to picking up uh, Monster High and Brat dolls. The and I broke some of the rules on this pickup. The one rule is. I like them. They all need clothes. You got to be wearing some clothes. Got to be decent. Um, I would prefer them to be wearing shoes, and that's the one rule that I did break. Most of them are not wearing shoes. Um, after that, because all of them had outfits on, um, I picked out a couple that looked like they had like complete outfit on. Like the a couple there. There's like four of the boys, and all the rest are girls. So I picked out one of the boys. I picked out two of the girls. Like there's a girl in a white like snow bunny outfit up here. Um, there was another girl that had like it was just a complete outfit on, like a matching head accessory to her jacket to her accessories on her arms or whatever. Everything was just matching. It didn't look like it was just pieced together by a kid. It looked like that's the way the style came originally, and nobody's messed with it since then. Um, on top of that, all of their hair. That the other thing that needs to happen is that their hair cannot be. It can be a mess, but it cannot be cut. If it's cut, that that drastically reduces the the value of Monster High and Brad styles. Um, so as soon as I saw these, I didn't research anything. I immediately turned around, went back to the entrance, got a cart, and got back to the toy section as soon as I could, and then just started dumping these things into my cart. 
Okay, now I've got 40 of these things in my cart. I picked out the the three or four that I wanted to look up. And what I was looking for, I know that a complete doll, at a minimum, is going to go for like 20 bucks. If it has the doll, the, uh, you know, maybe a couple accessories, some bracelets, uh, maybe a necklace, and then some sort of clothes will be about 20 bucks. If it's the actual clothes that the doll came in, you're talking about a lot more money. It could be $35, could be all the way up to like $60, $70, or even higher. Um, the, so when I'm looking this stuff up, what I do is I Google Lens the ones that look good. Just a couple. I just, I'm not going to spend you know, all day looking up all 39 of these right now. I can just scan a couple that I think have a good shot at meeting all these requirements. And when I Google Lens them, what I'm looking for them to come up is I want that doll, meaning that face with that body, to come up in a bunch of different listings on Google Lens wearing those clothes. Meaning that it's not some mixed together outfit. The kid had, you know, the, a, a kid has 40 of these dolls. She took off all the clothes and just dresses the dolls however she wants. I want these dolls out of the package. They can be played with, that's fine. But I don't want the kid to have taken off the clothes and be mixing them around. They just need to be wearing the clothes that they were in the package for. And the three that I pulled were wearing the clothes that they needed to be wearing, that they originally came with. That's good enough for me. At two bucks a piece, let's take some shots, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a good sign, at least. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so I bring these home and I, I you know, throw them all in my cart. I get them to the register. I pull them all out of the cart. They have to scan them all individually. We get to, to the $84. I bring them home. Um, and then I, I think I listed the boys first and started going through those. Um, the, I did learn something here. This is a picture I wasn't sure I was going to put up. Um, but I was doing research and I realized that a lot of these dolls that I got were, uh, the first wave. Um, so Monster High, you do have to be careful. They have re-released some of the original dolls from 2008 through 2011. They call them Creep Productions. Creep, as in like monsters, spooky creep productions, as in reproduction. Um, and they re-release them. Radiohead reference. Is Radiohead. that right? That's not for me. I don't like Radiohead, but I would have <laughs> gone with the reference. Okay, my bad. Um, the They, <laughs> they creep produced. They reproduced um, the 2008 through 2011 uh, dolls in 2022. And the reproductions are still worth something, but they're not worth nearly as much as the 2008 dolls. And each doll is stamped, and they're stamped correctly. Like the ones that were made in 2008 have a 2008 stamp. The ones that are made in 2022 have a 2022 stamp. But the, the stamps are buried in their back. And by buried in the back, I mean like some of these are wearing like a one piece that's like connected to their arms, connected to their legs. And the only way you can get to their back is to take off all their clothes, take a picture of the back, and then put all the clothes back on. I don't want to do that. I did learn that there's an easier way to tell if it's a first run or not. You still have to like get in there a little bit, but it's not nearly as bad as getting to the back. Between their legs, it's similar to He-Man. He-Man figures are connected at the legs by a little elastic band. Uh, Monster High, currently, the legs are connected by little plastic like uh, knobs. But the early ones are connected by a black band. It's almost like a hairband. So you can see it in this picture here. It's like a black band that connects all the way through. What you're looking for, one, is a band, right? That's good. But what's even better is a gold band. They, they, I've seen, of the dolls that I got, I've gotten black bands, like the ones that are here, and then I had like three gold bands. So on any doll that, I'm going to take this picture off, 
on any doll. Not, that might not be safe for work. I'm not sure. Right, right. So that's my problem, right? So now on any of these dolls that are wearing skirts or that have shorts that are like easily slid down, in one of my pictures on the listing... Your clothes are it, off. It looks, like, are off. it looks like this. <laughs> this is like the most decent one I could find. Some are like a lot worse than that. It's... <laughs> I felt like a creep production as I'm taking these pictures. That was like uh, Britney Spears getting out of a car in 2008 or whatever. That's exactly what it was, right. Um, so that said, I started listing these slowly. And I'm slowly, at the time, I, as of Tuesday, I think I was still doing like three a day. But because I had this lot, I, this is what really kicked me into overdrive and maybe decide to go into five a day. Um, I started listing these. As soon as I listed two of them on the first day, let me get this up. Um, I sold two immediately. Wow. Uh, the, it was the the girl in the the, the snow bunny suit for sixty seven dollars, and then the this other one Nafara Deville for thirty six dollars. Um, these are surprisingly easy to Google lens. I mean, especially when they have the outfits on. Um, as far as the names and everything, it was it was pretty easy if they had the clothes. Not all of these have the correct clothes on them, but even then, like I said, I'm still because they have some clothes on them, they're still worth. Anywhere from like $22 to $28. Um, I went through and, like I said, made those two sales immediately. Already made my money back on these two dolls. Still have 35 plus figures. Um, and now I've got a combination of active listings and and drafts. Here are, I'll just quickly put up some of the dolls and the prices. The I'm not going to go over names because it doesn't really matter. But I've got $40, $72, $75, $18, there's a whole other sheet here of more dolls, $45, $36, $26, $45, $72, $70. In short, I added up all of the, all the listings, all the active listings, and then all of the, um, all all the drafts that I have, um, $39. It comes out to, so I have free shipping on everything. Before shipping and before fees, it comes to just over uh, $1,225. Woo! Right. So now after shipping and everything, you got to think I'm going to pay like $8 shipping per doll. Um, yeah. And it's going to be like another $300. So take $300 off there. I conservatively said that I'm going to make $800 after, after shipping and fees on this $84 investment. If everything sells as it will. And honestly, I do think it will. Since those first two have sold, I have sold a couple more. It's been it's been moving quickly. Um, these will not sit like those those kaiju figures are going to sit for a little bit. Yeah, that's great. Uh, excellent score. Uh, excellent for you as far as keeping you motivated to list. It really when did. You have yeah. forty of the same item. I'm kind of looking on eBay here. I just typed in Monster High Gold, and then yeah. Elastic comes up. Uh, one that just sold. It says Monster High First Wave 2010. This one, this one says Black Elastic, Draculaura, uh, $145 plus shipping. Yep. Now, uh, does that have accessories? and like That the, one does. Then yeah, that's where a lot of the money comes in. Here's one, Draculaura Broken Leg. So the leg is completely off what first wave, and it went for $31 plus so shipping. That's my biggest regret. And it's naked. No, no clothes, the, oh, so, no nothing. I wonder if that's the one that I left. So I left one because it had like its leg was like hanging off. But that's because it wasn't a plastic nub; it was an elastic band, and the I didn't know about the bands until I did the research on this. So every day since Tuesday, I've been going back to Goodwill and like digging through the Barbies to see if it's still there. But it, I believe it's just gone. Um, point being, Monster High dolls 
open the legs up, see if they have a, a black or gold band, and if they do, absolutely pick them up. And then even if they don't, a lot of these are not the, the elastic band version. They're just the, the plastic uh, little knob things, and even those go for quite a bit. Monster High is where it's at. Yeah, love it. Uh, love that we've learned something new about Monster High. And go yeah, get those agreed. Monster High, I'm a Monster High guy t-shirts at the Flips and Bumps merch page <laughs> if need you to can make find them. it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's all I got for GST. That means it's time for the Flip or Bump of the Week. This is either a favorite thing that we sold uh, or maybe something that uh, didn't go so well. Maybe something that we had to learn a hard lesson from. This week, we're going into bonus mode because we got a couple uh, people who submitted some things here. We got tagged by our dear friend, Yo Tommy Salami, an OG, a longtime listener. Uh, he tagged us on Instagram, and the reason why he tagged us on Instagram was because he had a VHS sale. Here we go. The Matrix 1999 sealed VHS first print. And he sold it for $325, which means there's still money in VHS. If you're counting at home, that's 1,900 days in a row making that number up. (laughs) But Bango Splash Mountain, what about that? We're not going to get sick of that very quickly, huh? That's fine. Uh, Do you know if this one had a watermark? I'm trying to look at it. uh, I don't know. I, I, I didn't click on the... Well, I didn't look up the listing. It was uh, just an Instagram thing that he tagged okay, us in. Gotcha. Uh, I would have, considering it says first print, I'm going to assume it it was one that had a, a watermark. I think that's where the money is in VHS right now. Um, I do wonder if he like named his price here or if he went off like other sold listings. Yeah, and it says no reserve, so I wonder like where he started it at. Um, I mean zero. Wait, was this an auction? That's that's what I'm wondering because it says no reserve, but for it to end at exactly 325 is kind of weird. Or, but I oh. mean, what? Oh, in the listing it says no reserve. That's yeah. I don't know. Either way, congratulations, excellent sale. Hashtag VHS for life. I'm I'm kind of shocked that the Matrix was in 1999. Uh, this won't shock you, Pee Wee. I've never seen the Matrix or any of them. Fair, but it does kind of seem it was like on bid. Older. It was on bids. Wow. Yeah, 21 bids. Um, I'm just looking to see if there's a watermark. That's excellent. So keep an eye out for those VHS. There's uh, no close. How did this thing sell? Tommy, put some close ups of the corners on this thing next time. Yeah. Otherwise, it won't sell. Right. <laughs> Listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> there is a watermark. Next up, we have a, an interesting one. Uh, this is from our dear friend Chris B., a.k.a. father of Kino. He sent this in, and I had to message him back because he didn't tell me how much he sold it for. But he did say that this was like an excellent surprise uh, item, flip of the week, flip of the month, however you want to say it for him. This is a Disney Haunted Mansion 40th anniversary coffin. There's one of 500. And he sold this thing for 900 bucks. He said he, he had it up for 1000 He got an offer for 900 he went and he checked the seller just to make sure that it was like an actual seller. They had feedback. They'd been around for years. They had 100% positive feedback. And they had offered 900 bucks. And so he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking this. He paid 80 bucks for this bad boy. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know what Haunted Mansion is, Pee-wee. I asked my oh, wife. Really? And she was like, I think it's something with... I don't even know who she mentioned. She said Eddie Murphy might be involved. It's like, <laughs> that doesn't sound right to me, but I'm, I'm not going to argue it. 
Um, that I being know very said, little about Disney. Um, the picture that um, I have, the picture on the listing, I did not like that he had because it's not the whole uh, item. That being said, the other ones of this that have sold, they also d- don't really have too many good pictures. Like, I wonder how big of an item this is or whatever. Um, but I did find one that was kind of decent that was almost the entire item and it looked to be signed by the people kevin and jody whoever that is i think is. they all are yeah and and then that was the thing is like i don't know if that may be why they're so expensive i don't know the, the story behind this thing but from 80 bucks to 900 plus shipping uh this is something he's had for a little while and it finally went that's a heck of a score great flip of the week and then i got a here's a little story this one this one will warm the the cockles of your heart, Pee Wee. That's what it's going to do. It's going to make you give more people refunds, or or maybe not. Maybe you'll just Great. be like, "All right, this was okay." Now you remember last week I was talking about that uh, etching that I found. It was a this like painting thing that caught my eye. I thought it said Headley Hilton, the uh, the Hilton family member who decided not to go into the business. But right. after some research, it said Headley Fitton. And it was a framed etching. It looked like it was signed by, like in pencil by him at the bottom. Uh, it's just a very interesting picture. And I paid four ninety nine for this thing. And after doing some research, I didn't really find anything that had sold for more than $600. Those were large paintings. This one was smaller. There are some of his etchings that are up for like $1,200 and $1,000 on eBay. Those have not sold. Well, mine sold. And it sold for $141.91. That's right, Pee Wee. Three of the five numbers are ones. And I ha- <laughs> I, I got to believe that had something to do with it. Right. Why, right. I, I can't contest that. So paid $5. And it sold for $141.91 plus shipping. Almost the be- immediately, right? Uh, yeah. I think maybe two, three days it was up. Wow. Uh, the best part of this, I had woken up and I had looked at it. And underneath it, it said International Sale. <laughs> okay. Which is my, my new best friend. Right. Um, and so I was like, I was ecstatic. And then mine is actually like the highest priced piece of work that this artist did on eBay. Uh, the highest sold. You know, he's got oh, some yeah. that were okay. 10 to 20 bucks. Some are 80, wow. 90, whatever. Uh, so mine went for 140 plus shipping. And I'm like, this is great. I'm going to, to sell this thing. And there was a note in uh, in the sale, and it said something like, either take out the glass or put tape over the glass so if it breaks, it doesn't ruin the etching, which I'd never heard of that before. So I looked on YouTube you know, to see if there was anything about it. And, and it makes sense because I guess if it shatters, that it, the pieces won't go all over the place and cut the artwork, whatever it is. They make a specific tape for it, or you could just use regular packing tape. Is that uh, what you did? That's what I did. So I, I did it. I said, hey, this is international anyway. I don't care. It's out of here. <laughs> it's out of here, pal. Then I go to to sell. And so, like, this goes from my house to the hub, the eBay hub, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they take care of all the international stuff. Well, the the hub is 10 minutes from my house. I could literally go throw this thing on the roof of the hub and it would still get to where it needs to go sure um so it has like a weird address on it though it says like e dash o and a bunch of numbers yeah yeah, it's it's just a weird thing but the name at the top of all of this thing says jim fitton 
Whoa. F-I-T-T-O-N. And now I'm like, wait a minute. That's Fitton, and this guy's Hilton. And then I had to remember that this guy's not Hilton. <laughs> this guy's Fitton. They've got the same last name. So then I'm like, should I contact this guy? Because I got questions. Uh, I want to know if he's related. I want to know what's going on. If this yeah, is an yeah, yeah. alter ego. What's, what, like, what, what's the deal here? Is he just here? a big fan and that's his name? Like, that's his, his yeah. And so, like, uh, we talked about it last week. This person died in 1929. So they were an artist in the 1800s uh, up until 1929. And I said, you know what? This is an international sale. I don't care what this guy says. (laughs) I'm messaging him. And all I said was, weird question. But are you related to the artist? That's it. That's how I left it. I like it. Um, And then the next morning, I wake up to an answer. And this is what he said. He says, yes, he was my great, great uncle. Wow. I only started collecting his work a few years ago, but this lady, this latest one that I'm buying from you will be my 40th piece of his. 40th. By the way, it's a view of Rouen, R-O-U-E-N, which is in He's France. correcting your listing. Well, no, because I, I said France. It's got France in there. All right, all right. But I, I even put in my description, I don't know where this is. I don't know what this is. Oh, interesting. Okay. You know, Europe. But he was just saying, it's a view of Rowan, which sounds like I should probably know it, like T-shirt. Um, but I, I don't know what it is. R-O-U-E-N. And it, the etching was done in 1924, so five years before the guy passed away. Wow. And he says, do let me know if you come across any more. I've purchased several from auctions in the United States, but shipping charges are now prohibitive. Fortunately, eBay's global shipping costs are still reasonable. And this is That's coming, interesting. Yeah, this is coming from a uh, you know completely unbiased whatever opinion. Completely unbiased guy who's buying his great-great-great-uncle's artwork. Like but still, art he's, he's probably well, 40 had to pieces, pay, by the way. He's had to pay his own other... I, I don't think money's a problem for this guy. Anyway, he says, greetings from Malaysia, Jim. Wow. So it was going to Malaysia. Luckily, Malaysia was on the list of places eBay ships. I know, right? But how wow, cool of a story crazy. is that? That's and so then cool. I was like, man, I should give this to this guy for free. Like, this right. is just a cool story. And then immediately I was like, no, man, I got to pay bills and, <laughs> and whatever. But I, it, it, it is a very cool story. That's awesome. And, and I told him. Maybe I shouldn't have said it, but I was like, yeah, I got this at a thrift store. I found it. It, it caught my eye. But you know what, Pee Wee? I didn't care because it was an international, international sale. There we go. We need another. We need an international shirt. International yeah. shipped shirt. So, I don't know. I, I, I love that story. I love that it happened. Bango Splash Mountain. What do you got, Pee Wee? I, I like the idea of a Bango Splash Mountain shirt as well. Um, I think I, I sold something that, that's going to warm the hearts just as much as your sale did. Um, I sold the Cursed Garfield. Oh, this is yeah. that uh, vacuum-sealed plush Garfield <laughs> with the crossed eyes or the, the matty fur. It sold for 35 bucks, and I think I paid 2 bucks for this thing. It's uh, probably good to just get that out of your house. <laughs> it is cursed, after all. Probably safe. Probably safe. Yeah, happy to see this thing go. Happy to, I mean, it's it's a great Christmas gift right there. And now it's time for Well, 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 What Do We Have Here? Pee for you, I don't know that we've talked about that. Whatever, I say it every week. Just talk about this. Bruce Lee Storm Collectibles <laughs> San Diego Comic-Con 2016 figure statue. Uh, 48 99 plus shipping. Pretty cool. I like Bruce Lee. Yeah. Uh, 
figure is not that great. It's not like that articulated. It has an alternate head, but I don't think you can move the arms or anything. Okay. So it's yeah, more of just like a statue. It's a weird um, pose too. Yeah, I don't. I don't love it. Um, the this was not like something that I picked up the or that I like specifically picked out. I got this from Hatchtar, just as like a way to even out a trade. Um, and it, I mean, it hasn't sold. This is still active on my store. I've had it for a long time, and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. It looks like. Um, it's fine. It's just it's just a random piece that had value, and I needed to make up some value in a hatch star trade, so I used this to do that. And we should do a like a bracket of all the items that you have that like have not sold and are shots. My or... entire store, oh, <laughs> and yeah. The shots. And then as they sell, they go on in the bracket. I like that. Or don't I, go on in the I bracket like or whatever's the, yeah. yeah, that's pretty okay. good. It will take years and potentially That's fine, but we only need to update it when something sells. Otherwise, yeah. we just don't talk about it. All right, we might do that. Uh, you're, for you. You're in charge of that one. You've got to explain this to me. Those yeah. WWE postcards. You listed a lot of them for ni- like 19 of them together, right? Yeah. For like 20 bucks. And then you had individual ones for like the bigger wrestlers, like the Rey Mysterios, the Ric Flairs, um, Batista maybe. And then we get to the girls. And the the uh, I don't remember. <laughs> there were two girls that you I had. Know what you're gonna say? Yeah, of course. Look at <laughs> look at this. Across the it doesn't even show the full item. In the first, uh, <laughs> you want to saw... see the full item? You gotta buy it. Okay, so if you're not watching YouTube. It's a picture. This is Tori Wilson, and it's a picture of the postcard, but across it, it has a piece of paper with Sasha's handwriting that just says, buy me, buy me, buy me, buy me, buy me. And then the second picture, which I didn't even realize till right now, he flipped it over, and the back of the postcard is just blank with like a space to put an address. But again, across the middle of it, he put that piece of paper that just says, buy me, buy me, buy me, buy me. Is this the first time you've used the buy me paper? Yeah, we're testing some things, Pee-wee. <laughs> Why just on the girls? Okay, so I started with the girls. And <laughs> I've noticed if you're trying to buy 8x10s of people, perhaps Billy Joe Travis is one you might look up, uh, a Jeff Jarrett. Um, literally, like people who just sell 8x10s, they always have their own little imprint on it or whatever because otherwise you could just print this picture right 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 um and so that was my thought behind this was like well i don't want people to just print off the picture so let me put this thing over the picture and then they won't but then i realized these pictures are like the most popular pictures of these people (laughs) so they can just anytime they want print this so i did i think two of these maybe even just this one had this no, it's both girls. Oh, okay, okay. So it was the two of them, and at that point, I stopped, and I was like, "Yeah, this is. Uh, I'm I'm just not going to do this anymore. It's unnecessary, and I'm just going to take pictures of the thing." And then I was like, "Well, I'm not going back to take to retake pictures <laughs> to of this. Retake I'm going to leave this until Pee Wee right. brings it up on well, well, well. Buy me, buy me, buy me, buy me, buy me. Yeah, I'm getting some uh, some good looks on all those things though. So yeah, right. if that sells first, I think we know why. We'll talk. And that's it for the show. If you want to get a hold of this podcast, you know how to do it. Email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, at flipsandbumps. And don't forget, just listen to this show. Every single Monday morning, flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. YouTube included as well. Scroats, scroats. He's Pee Wee. 
I'm Sasha. Listen to Connie Converse. If you don't know who Connie Converse is, let me tell you. Connie Converse was a singer-songwriter in New York before Bob Dylan. Before Bob Dylan. She's known as the female Bob Dylan. And she never uh, got famous in like the 50s or whatever. Decided to quit, uh, become a political activist for a little while. Then she just left a, a note to her family and was like, don't look for me, I'm leaving. They never found her body. They never found her car. They don't know what happened to Connie Converse. 40, 50 years later, they released some of her music. Somebody found her music. They released it. It's eerie. It's beautiful. I use the B word. Beautiful music. Um, and there's a great book about her life and like her family and stuff like that. I, it, it's You got to do it. It's not flipping related, but it is an amazing story. Connie Converse, look it up. Let's go anyway, find her and start a podcast about it. We'll, it probably already, already exists. We'll see you next week. Oh, this week uh, is the best week to do it. Flip that turkey.